Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. of the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind, we're going up. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome. The Outdoor Zone live in the Buckhouse. Yes, just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning live, 7 to 9 a.m. Central, here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, or 24-7, 365 at your favorite podcast platform. You can find all of them listed and more at theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney in the Bunkhouse. Today, Cody Ryan. Oh yeah! The crowd went wild. They did. Beefsteak beef is connecting up, and uh, and I think Chad's the ranch hand that got here early, got the gate open, made sure the old pot belly stove got fired up, put a screen a screw in that hinge on that screen door right there that makes sure that thing didn't fall off. And it's amazing. It's amazing. Eight hundred and seventy-two episodes, or however many. We've gone through a lot of screws on that screen door. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I mean, I mean that is that poor door has had some had some screws. Well, he's uh, Chad's the ranch in that got some foil on that, that old wire coat hanger out there, so the signal would get out to you, the regulators, our listeners, and podcast buddies. This is a live recorded podcast, uh, and man. I was ju- I just got caught up in that whole thing, Cody, about that uh, Marlin and that whole contest that uh, North Carolina uh, offshore contest. With you that were so company. like two weeks ago. 
Well, I know. <laughs> well, we started talking about it the uh, this week when when we were working on that project when we were working at the farm, and I and then I I don't remember didn't remember that, and I kept off and on remembering to think about it. <laughs> and then, uh, so I, I just looked it up just now and I got caught up reading the whole article. And the, you know, one of the things I th- thought was weird about it was NPR had photos of it and had the article posted NPR, like not, well, it was one of those, one of those weird phenomena kind of, uh, outdoor stories that regular, I guess, regular news. Is that what you call it? Whatever NPR is, it? is not regular Main, news. It's well pretty much, mainstream. Uh, oh yeah, the uh, liberal, the fake mainstream media for news. The Inquirer media. Wow, y'all are getting started <laughs> that, early. Okay, they yeah, would, we are. We are, are kind of. They, they would. Uh, they would have it like, hi, this is this is uh this Betty, is, and uh, I'm here at NPR and. That's not how it is anymore. Today, there's a... I listen to NPR sometimes. I just want to hear all, all different ideas out in the world. NPR is not like that anymore, though. But I remember what you're talking about. I mean, I don't feel like that it's was like just that. a takeoff from the Saturday Night Live skit, you know. Oh, okay. Um, Speaking of, I listened to a podcast yesterday, and you did shocking. Yeah, I'm a big podcast. Called the Outdoor guy. Zone. No, I don't listen to that thing. I get enough of it every Sunday. But I uh, I listened to, it was Dana Carvey. No. David Spade. And they have, an, they have a podcast together, and they were interviewing, uh, it was from months ago, but they interviewed Will Ferrell. Oh, my gosh. But that was a blast. It was. It was pretty funny. How yeah. come my vision of them sitting around in whitey tidies? <laughs> uh, they were on a stage, I guess. They had around. an audience, so I they must have. They well, had an audience. matter to those guys. Well, everybody's got a podcast. If you don't have a podcast, then you're. you're you are the so, times. yeah, like 2010 if you don't have a podcast. You're so 2010. Well, welcome. I, I just hooked up. I, I'm so sorry, TJ and Cody Ryan. That's I, all right. I went to sign on this morning to uh, get on the airwaves here, and my computer had an update. Like, click it on, start push and go, and it's like installing update. She's like, no, you cannot do that now. You have Not to give me asking. warning. No, you have to ask me. And it's like, do, 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 do. And I yeah. don't have, I have, I have zero air conditioning. Oh, what? that's right. So I wondered why you were sweating in the background. I'm trying to draw in some farm air. Some cool outdoor. air from the bank next door. <laughs> from the farm. <laughs> Just trying to get some air to flow in here, but. It's so, all right. It's it's all good. Are y'all well, ready for like freedom? Are you ready for freedom dogs and all that goes along with the Fourth of July? Listen, being outdoors, we're doing that deal. I am ready for the parade, America. the oldest running Fourth of July parade in south of the Mississippi. 
in the east of you're just um, making that south up. of the Mississippi. It's not. Look it up. No, I know you don't. It's the oldest running Fourth of July parade south of the Mississippi. Look it up. He's just trying to. What's south of the Mississippi? The Gulf and. and and let's see, oh, it's Cuba the South, and man. It's just the South. south of, there's east and west of the Mississippi. It divides the continental. No. You, yes, it divides the United States. Don't worry States about any of that. By, okay, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. We're gonna start already. But Cody no, Ryan, I thought just it, the South. It's the South in the Confederacy. The I'm, oldest running. Fourth of July parade. God bless America. In the Confederacy, Confederate Land. states. This is this is this is our America episode. I'm gonna America. look it up now. A couple you weeks ago, are... we did our Alaska Alaskan episode. This will be our America episode. God bless America. Uh, Alaska. You know, there's in America some notes too. in here. There's some notes in United here for states. our ranch hand to play the American songs that are. Of course, Lee, so Lee Greenwood is on noted. there, right? And a little Kid huh? Rock. Kid Rock does a good. No, uh, we got Toby July. Keith, and oh. we got uh, Mr. Green. There's two songs that just say America. Mm. I'll tell you what. One also should be at some point is that uh, the one that always plays when helicopters are flying. In movies, yeah. You're talking about the one From, that's playing right when the helicopters are flying and uh, across Vietnam. And yes, helicopters yeah. <laughs> Viet, in Vietnam scenes. <laughs> that yeah. there's nothing more American I love than the that. Smell of napalm in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you don't even have to say anything, and you could just you picture an old green helicopter flying across Nam Nam Nam, and. Uh, with uh you know just the flat with a oh no bad a, bad a americans that's right in it and a girl in a, and a girl in a swimsuit painted on the front of it <laughs> going across the flying across the that's what, that's what you need on the on the uh front of your truck cody just paint a a girl in a swimsuit on there and say oh, oh betsy be, or something like that on there that'd be real classy yeah Keep it classy. Keep, Keep it, classy. it classy. So I sent some stuff to TJ on boat ramp uh, etiquette and boat ramp um, closures and all the diff. Cody Ryan, as my boat mentor, I told TJ that you had told me never go out on the 4th of July. And what did I tell you? I, what did I tell you? You told me, he. I think he's pulling one over on you. He just doesn't want you to... To go out and yeah, I said, how do you how do you know he's not just doing the double mind whammy and he's just trying to trick you so you don't go out? The reverse you should because it's the best day to go out. You know that could be the the reverse psychology that Cody Ryan is so famous for. People are out there flying flags. There's boat parades. It's America. Get out there in that aluminum boat. Ain't nothing more American than that aluminum boat out there. There ain't there there there's zero chance you'll get me on the lake on the fourth of July weekend or any point around it unless it's some dis- forgotten about lake or unknown boat ramp uh you will not find it i i i just there's no chance there's there's no chance that is not my scene i one I don't like people you know. So mm. that is so not true. That and there's true. a lot of people around at that time. 
Okay, no, he, I don't he like only, people. He only I don't like likes, people that I don't like. He only likes that? people around <laughs> when he wants to be around them. That's it. Yeah. I mean, or I just don't like people that I don't like. Yeah. So. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, what? We'll take, well, we'll take that one. Yeah, so instead, you go to make. You're a professional angler. Uh, you're kind of around people. It's kind of how not, you make. Not, yeah, not those really. are my people, right? <laughs> I don't see too many I people to on choose. your boat those when you're out there. Outdoor, outdoor you, people. You're going solo you on your boat. They don't have a shirt that says Abu Garcia on it. They're just like so not. I mean, I guess. Anybody, I'll tell you what's not. Yeah. What, what's? I'll tell you. Let me tell you, McBride's that's gun. There's nothing more American. There's nothing more American than McBride's guns. With the way society's pounding on our rights, we use our friends McBride's guns. They've got. Uh, they're your one stop. One stop, uh, family owned and operated local full firearm dealer. They've got a gunsmith on site that can take care of, of any repairs you may need on your firearms. Hey, they can order ammunition for any firearm they can order any firearm that you're looking for just go see our friends at mcbride you know that go find mcbrides in the same place it's been for years right there at the corner of 30th and lamar you can give them a call 512-472-3532 or check them out online mcbridesguns.com speaking of fishing we'll talk a little bit of it on the flip side it's the outdoor zone live at the bunkhouse 24 7 365 you can find us at theoutdoorzone.com I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in my pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five-pound bass. All now right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show in Texas, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live here on Sundays. 7 to 9 a.m. Central or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com, theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, uh, our buddies over at Nile Maxwell Supercenter, it's Ram season, and it's even better right now with 2.9% financing for 72 months on all 23 Ram 1500 Lone Star Quad cabs or crew cabs. That's right, 2.9% financing. That's the best financing on any truck in central texas and at the nile maxwell supercenter you'll find the super size selection of rams to choose from uh truckloads of the 2023s are showing up every day and you can shop the entire lineup of brand new just off the transport rams jeeps chryslers dodges with all the options at nile maxwell supercenter for the best selection in nile's promise it's to promise to beat any competitor's price, go see the experts in Central Texas at Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin or online anytime at com. So, a couple of things. Beefsteak was talking before the break about going to the boat ramp, going to the lake yep. uh, on the 4th of July weekend. And I want to know, have you gone 
or are you planning beefsteak? And because your last your last trip, you know, the your uh, last annual boating trip <laughs> where you take your boat out once a year uh, got canceled oh. a couple weeks ago. So I, I didn't know if you've been well, working on your boat the last couple weeks before you take it out for its annual boating well, trip. Well, of course. But, you know, I now I'm starting to think TJ's right that you're uh, trying to scare me off because before it was I wanted to go and put in when the family reunion was in town down at the 360 bridge, you know, the Pennybacker bridge. You're like, oh, that's the worst idea in the whole world. And then I talk about Fourth of July. That's the worst idea in the whole Memorial Day week. That's well, the worst idea. In the- I mean, if it's your thing to sit in line with a bunch of drunk, sunburned, hot uh, people for two hours putting your boat in and two hours and taking your me, boat out, four and, hours a day. And one thing that you have to remember if you do go to the public boat launch today Always put back your boat up, leave it on the trailer, and then unload your vehicle into the boat while you're backed up. And the kids. In and, the boat slot. Yeah. And then once you get everything out and you get all your people in there, then launch it so they can, everything can be there. And then. Yeah, take up an entire boat slip while you load your boat. The, take the time to do it correctly and make sure. <laughs> That you, you go get as slow everything. as possible. Take your don't time. Don't rush. It could be dangerous if no, you rush. I, I will say Now's that. Now's the when, time to be patient. The first time I went uh, fishing with TJ uh, over at Bastrop, um, he's like, get in there. And I jumped in the back. He unhooked everything. It's way over in the parking lot. Told me to jump in, man. He backed that thing in and literally just stomped the brakes and just slid the boat off the back and tore out of there. And he's like, I'm, did a 360 in the parking lot. Linda like, landed perfectly. Hung out the window, yelled America. <laughs> as he spun all four wheels. Bass as he got fishing up. in America. And don't forget your plug. Oh, that was the other thing that, you know, I put on the yeah, back. Yeah, well, it's, that's, it's, my, that's the name I of need- my boat now. That's I put it on the back. Plug, the plug? No, don't forget the plug. <laughs> That's how you're supposed to unload your boat. Well, I was it's taught it's supposed I, to be that quick. But that's why you need good mentors like TJ, who was mentoring me in this D-F-T-P. process. DFTP, not D-F-T-P. the other guy that's always, you know, being. I don't know what that is. Uh-huh. Sounds like a fluid you put in your diesel. <laughs> No, don't forget the plug. Oh, no. or <laughs> toilet paper. And then, <laughs> oh my gosh! So they uh, Canyon Lake only has three boat ramps open, and Mansfield Dam on Mansfield well, Dam on Lake Michigan Travis is closed. People in Michigan and Illinois, we got people in Virginia that are listening. Cody was up in Virginia. There's plenty of water in the lakes up there, right? Yeah, I, you know what surprised me, and I think I talked about it on the on the show after i got back when i was on the potomac the potomac river there in washington dc george washington i couldn't believe how many yachts <laughs> showed up on saturday yachts? yachts yachts like giant boats like big enough where they had chained anchors that go down yeah that's those kind of yachts all those senators yeah senators Congressman. Well, there was a there was a bank that I was going to fish or near a bank, and 
I went to go over there and there was no less than 30 yachts tied up together in a line on that bank. Like, well, guess I'm not fishing there. Hey, fellas, mind if I, <laughs> mind if I throw this worm up against the side of your boat there? I have a feeling they don't put their own boat in, but you know, don't no, go to a boat docked. Rent. Yeah. They have them all docked and all that. You Permanent. know, marinas. They have people. Yes. Don, yeah. Beef, beef, you should I just need have people. people. You're right. Yeah. Should call, I... call our little buddy Jake and say, hey, or who's the who's the young man that lives next door to you? Who's the the young guy? Tristan. Tristan. He's driving. Go now. launch my boat for yeah. me. Call me when you're in the water and I'll be there. That's a good idea. Could mentor KOZ kids that way. That's right. Well, well, if you're doing KOZ it on the fourth of July, you better send him here around noon today. If you're gonna get him you get your boat in the water by fourth of July. Actually, I did see someone last night. I saw Vitaly, our young man from KOZ. Okay. You know, who got so his So there's name. a guy who can be your boat caddy hey here's and, uh, another here's another deal uh something that's kind of i'm changing subject we're done with that monster <laughs> largemouth cotton texas uh sets new texas world record when i saw this i went oh my goodness in texas i believe the largemouth record is 18 point yeah i saw eight that pounds yeah. or something and yeah i saw this girl holding it and lady angler sets lady angler sets world record for largemouth bass another one of these outdoor stories that just took off right the mainstream media picked up on it you're seeing it everywhere all across social media and it's driving me absolutely berserk why because the fish looks giant i mean it looks it looks like it's it's a giant photo fish gi- yeah, but it's it looks like it's photoshopped fish. in. I thought it was a joke at first, that how big it looks compared oh, to her. It came from no, Boeing no, I, I knew. I didn't think that. No, I knew it was a big fish, but the way that it's being promoted. So it is a world record for line class, meaning right. the size pound line that she used to right. catch this fish. So this Leanne Powell is an angler, race car driver, and model. Now she can add another title to her resume, largemouth bass world record holder. So she admitted, submitted this fish, this 12-pounder she caught on 12-pound test. I thought it was 10. Well, it. I guess it... Uh, I thought she IGFA, caught it on 10 No, pounds. it was 12-pound test, but it has a 10-pound diameter 10 pound test diameter mm. it or cigar line marketed as 10 pound tests actually test up to 12 pounds oh okay i got you since igfa does not have a 10 pound line category your record listed in the 12 pound line class here's the deal i've netted fish i've i've netted fish i've netted uh an 11 11 20 15 years ago 20 years ago maybe i think it was 11 11 something like that on eight pound test and didn't even didn't even cross my mind that there may be some type of record how can the igfa uh not have i thought they had a lot like eight pound line categories and i thought they had Surely they have lighter than just twelve pound. 
Yeah, I'm that sure they do. I'm sure they do. They sense. just don't have every two pound category or something. I'm sure. So, uh, they, it's just being, it's, it's being, it's, she's got good PR, dude. <laughs> she's got good PR. I guess. What? I guess maybe that's and the it's thing. A maybe I'm gir- jealous. It's a pretty girl. You shouldn't be so, hating on this. This course. is promoting fishing. Worldwide. I'm not hating on it. I'm hating on that it set that it the way it reads. That the thing that's going around is that it sets a new world record. Which caption I mean, she got the record? Headlines. But I know, I know guys that have caught bigger than b- that. Right? Fi- yeah. Fish bigger than this record. I know them personally with twelve pound tests because I'm sure they were. They should have checked them deep in. Diver, and nobody even thinks in. to check it. But I guarantee it's going to be checked now. Uh, and I would be, it'd be interesting to see if this record holds well, up who, for, for how long. Didn't Shane, didn't our buddy Shane Townsend catch some like perch and some other stuff that he weighed in to get in the record book? He caught some. There's like, some state records you can, you can fish and, you know, and potentially get some state records. But hey. Good for her. Congratulations, Leanne Powell. She did her homework. And, world record uh, holder. Largest, yeah, largemouth bass world record uh, holder. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let me tell you about Altrua Health Share. They're somebody that I trust. Uh, my, my family is covered with Altrua Health Share, and finding affordable, top quality health care options can be tricky for the sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self employed. But Altrua Health Share, it's a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing cost. Altrua HealthShare is uh, members each month contribute to a membership escrow, and then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. If you understand how that works, it's the most simple, simplistic way that you can do HealthShare, in my opinion. I trust it. I've had it for years. I've saved thousands of dollars personally every single year on healthcare by using Altrua HealthShare. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. All right. Uh, News of the weird coming up next. You don't want to miss it. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. You can catch us right here 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned in to The Outdoor Zone. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, and fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie, outdoor zone radio show broadcast live from the bunkhouse. On this, the outdoor zone net, outdoor zone radio network, and live now from the tenth largest city in America. We've moved from eleven to ten. Coming to you live from. The Austin, Texas, Central Texas region. Regulators, you know that uh, 
Beefsteak likes to wrench on his own vehicles, but, you know, everybody, including Beefsteak, at some point needs to have their vehicles repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends over at Sun Auto Service. You know, Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Auto works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do, and we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. So, you want to follow them? Follow them right to the location that is closest to you. Mine happens to be 405 West Slaughter Lane, or maybe yours is 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park. There's 1403 River Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. You know where that is. Just follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. I just go to sunautoservice.com. I just wanted to finish that thought about Leanne Powell, the uh, new world record holder with the 12-pounder on 12-pound test, the new IGFA world record. Uh, I I think a lot of people are going to be upset with me for being irritated by the idea uh, that that went through and happened. I'm not irritated by that. I think it's awesome. This is a woman that's playing chess while I'm still playing Connect Four, and she obviously wins. So uh, I just wanted to conclude with that, that I do. I, I think it's cool. You know, and, uh, being self-aware is is a, a good thing. Good thing. Yeah, I just, you know, so. Moving on. Now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. All right, regulators. So here's the thought. What are the top foods that you can think of that never expire what is the food that you that that mcdonald's cheeseburger (laughs) okay that's one that's one i always thought twinkies they will find those i I always thought twinkies you can leave them in anywhere and pull them out and and they're always moist and delicious well they're they taste like they taste no matter what but the other one is you're, um, you're not going to say agree that they're moist and delicious. Come on, I haven't had a Twinkie how many Twinkies in have so you long? eaten in your day? I've huh? actually eaten one from a gas station in East Texas one time years ago that I thought this is not this doesn't taste right. This is not a Twinkie. Why There's I got a, a different Twinkie. chemical mixture here? Have they changed the chemical components? <laughs> no, I think of it this was Twinkie. <laughs> I think it was probably ten plus years old. And it had dried out kind of thing. And uh, I was, I thought, I remember this specifically. This was years ago. I remember buying that Twinkie in that gas station because everything was covered in dust. And I just needed something to snack on, you know. And and I was like, everything's covered in dust. It's been in here for 100 years. And Twinkies are probably the last thing to spoil or go bad. And so that's what I ended up with for whatever reason. And I thought, well, even this Twinkie's gone bad. You always go, for, always go for beef jerky. But, TJ, you asked when was the last time I had a Twinkie. And I will tell you, 
It was a deep fried Twinkie. Well, I, I would have imagined. And that. I wanted to tell you, here's March twenty seventh. <laughs> here's the trick. Uh, we are deep frying. We no, we are deep frying Thanksgiving ramp. turkeys. And what I learned is that you have to freeze them first. So you f- put them in the freezer, you freeze them, then you throw them in, and otherwise you are throwing Twinkies into the oil where you just fried a turkey. Absolutely, while the turkey was going. It's a great in between snack. The other items that you might think never. How about a tombstone pizza? (laughs) No, No, those do. Those do expire. You can ask my father-in-law. I've, I've tried. Oh, that's right. You had them in the. Okay. Uh, Well, so according to this, I this list that we found uh, that that Beef provided through his information network. Um, Thank you, Beef, for always providing us classic and uh and interesting information um vinegar is one of them and i guess i don't think about that but we use vinegar around our place for a lot of stuff i mean when you're out in the country vinegar is a staple just plain white vinegar is a staple yeah Um, i haven't used vinegar ever in my life until the last couple months with the garden and trying to learn how to can and pickle and do all that kind of stuff. You never use vinegar to clean your coffee maker, to clean, to get rust off of My wife does, and I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I don't like the smell. Oh, well. Moving on. It lasts forever. (laughs) That was awkward. Everybody's thinking, (laughs) I just stumped. Golly, he's mad at his wife for using vinegar. Yeah. White rice. White rice. I like white rice, yeah. Now, they probably found that in some Egyptian tombs or something. I don't know. But I would have never thought white rice. Although I know you can, I mean, I know it just stays little white hard things. To me, is this weird? But to me, this list, as I'm just looking at it for the first time, is the most obvious list I've ever seen in my life. That's the whole point. It's like, it's like paper will never no spoil it does not if it say stays that. dry sugar is one of them sugar is one of them now i wouldn't i wouldn't have thought that but i guess if it's super you know hermetically sealed or whatever salt is another one salt i would think would last but don't they talk about salt in the bible don't they talk about salt losing its flavor its saltiness yeah Solidity. so that's interesting and the last two are the ones that really kind of threw me a little bit was one is vanilla extract. These are things just that, reminding people foods, six foods, foods that never expire. Right. Vanilla you don't, extract you don't have to throw them five. out. You, you don't have to take them off the, chest, the shelf and throw them out. And honey. Honey gets hard and cloggy, but you can throw it in the microwave and bada boom, bada bing. Is that it's the trick again? That's the trick. Is that Good. the trick? No more than microwave 30 seconds. Yep. Dude, 10 seconds in the microwave and it's Oh, man, I have liquid. I have like 3 jars of honey in my pantry that are like crystallized, oh, you know, yeah. like the bottom well, third, the bottom yeah, third. Yeah, just chunky, crystally. Yeah, and it's kind of good. That's the best though. Just take a teaspoon of that and eat it. Yeah, it's kind of good that way. You know, It'll, if you if you read that's the energy <laughs> If you read the side of a spam uh, container, you know how many years it'll last? 
It's like 50 years. Yeah, that's gross. No, that's perfect. I have <laughs> I have MREs, and those things are for, they say, 10 years, an MRE. Yeah, and, and the you, ones bought them, nowadays, you bought them the, 15, 20 years ago. No, I got them just like in the last two years. We, I, I got a buddy, Brad, brings them to KOZ summer camp when we're teaching survival. We let the boys cut open into an MRE and see what's – but the ones today – are not like the ones that our guys had to eat in World War II or Nam or something. These have like little cookies and you know a wetty napkin and and like yeah, it's like chicken uh, casserole and, and chili and yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, it's not just spaghetti or the, the oldest food I've ever found. We cleaned out beef. the um, the down at the deer lease. That old house in 1909, it was built. We were cleaning out one of the rooms. I think they wanted me to stay in it, but I'm not sure. <clears throat> and inside there were these cans that were about two and a half feet long and about six inches high. And on the outside, it was stamped um, rations uh, for fallout shelter. And... It was November. Dude, that's awesome. November of 1962. They're all. That is awesome. Did you they, open them? They're crackers. I've got them at home. I got three of them. I'm afraid to open them. Yeah, don't open them because once you do, then you're done. I, you know? I, uh, and we're doing the research on it. I found out that what happened is uh, they started rotating it all out, you know, because they weren't doing that program anymore. I guess duck and cover under your desk kind of went away. And uh, they they didn't know what to do with all the surplus, so they started giving it to farmers for free. They said, hey, you can come pick up all these that you want and feed them to your hogs or feed them to your livestock. And that's where those typically came from and why farmers had them. That's cool. So that's they really do expire. Cool. I don't know if they expire or not. Hermetically Saltines, sealed. That's another Saltines. one. Do, do crackers expire? They get stale, right? I don't well, know if you keep them in the package. I don't know. Uh, Vitaly came over and uh, picked up a goat that was in the freezer, and we were wondering, when does that expire? Goat? A, goat, like a frozen, yeah. And there was deer meat at the you bottom. You have a of, frozen goat in your freezer. <laughs> <laughs> and, it had a coat on. <laughs> he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't uh, well, anyways, so we were also talking about deer, deer meat. Wait, stop. Where do you get a frozen goat? And why is it in your freezer? Well, it was Why is the neighbor coming over to get it? <laughs> why is the neighbor kid? Oh, hey, man. Hey, Beefsteak, you still got that frozen goat in there? <laughs> yeah, yep. And we, he also had deer meat that was at the bottom. He's like, I don't even remember shooting a deer like this. So. Anyways, those are oh fun my days, goodness. man. Hey, let me tell you, Beefsteak, if you haven't already, you're planning on going out to for this uh, this week in your boat for your first time, I sure <laughs> hope you call Parts View. Partsview.com, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com, is an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs. I used them before they ever became a partner here on the Outdoor Zone, and it's absolutely an awesome place to go to go get all your maintenance done for your boat. What they do is... It's an online catalog of OEM Yamaha, Mercury, Suzuki Outboards, Maracruiser parts, over 200,000 products. Plus, 
accessories like AFCO, Turning Point, Propellers, Teenage Marine, 303, all your favorite brands. Go see our friends. If you have a boat, your neighbor has a boat, you're just trying to be a nice guy and uh, help your help your buddy out with uh, maintaining his boat, go to partsview.com. They pride themselves on great prices, fast shipping, handy maintenance kits, which is what I really like, helpful customer service and resources to help boaters. You can go online and check out all their videos on how to change parts and pieces and all the maintenance videos there right there on their website so partsview.com hey uh what is it the uh out it's not the it's just outdoor zone 10 is your discount code you want a discount there on the website outdoor zone 10 will save you 10 percent. hey go see our friends at partsview.com p-a-r-t-s-v-u.com game four game one field notes up next it's the outdoor zone.com Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 Central in the U.S. of A. Or 24-7-365 as a live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Although Leopold said i'll be i am glad i will not be young in a future without wilderness it is up to us to train the next generation of outdoors men and women don't sit back on the back row stand and fight give to the kids outdoor zone land cash vehicles boats or start a group in your church go to kidsoutdoorzone.com to donate koz no kid left inside keystone bank you got to experience the value of community banking it's where local matters. Come join the Bank of Choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. It's Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why they're so invested in the community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets them apart. You call over there and you know who you're talking to. Banking at your fingertips, of course, anywhere, anytime. To learn more, get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of their locations in person, 11,500 BK's Road in West Austin, Texas, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to the website, keystone.bank, keystone.bank, for all the information. Keystone Bank, where local matters. All right, now it's time for our news. Uh, no, game warden. Our game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true game warden field notes. All right, here's a, this is a hard one, um, but one I thought worthy of a conversation. National Park Service says man found hundreds of feet below surface of Olympic National Park Lake. The body of 37-year-old Travis Ballard, 
Valerty was recovered Wednesday night from a lake in a Washington State National Park. The National Park Service said that Valenti was pulled from the lake at Olympic National Park at approximately 6.25 p.m. The agency said nonprofit organization Christian Aid Ministries had begun searching the lake around 8 a.m. using boat-mounted sonar technology. The Berlin, Ohio group acquired a high-possibility find of Valenti's body, upon which the park was notified. The rangers were dispatched to meet the group on the, on the lake. A remote-operated vehicle was utilized to locate the, the man, who was found at a depth of 394 feet. Christian Aid Ministries used the vehicle's grabber tool to bring the body to the surface. On June 9th, Valenti and his fiance Marlene uh, were kayaking when his kayak started to take on water. He was forced to abandon the kayak and enter the water while his fiance attempted to rescue him. Her kayak overturned and she entered the water. While she was able to swim to shore, Valenti could not. Neither of them was wearing a life jacket, according to officials. The National Park Service noted, noted notes that Lake Crescent is very deep and very cold with surface water temperatures near 50 this time of year. So a lot of a lot of questions about that whole thing is one is what kind of kayak was he on that took on water that would require him to abandon it? Is there, I don't know. I don't know of those kayaks unless it yeah, was there's, like a plastic one that had a hole in it, maybe. Well, they're all, I mean, a lot of them are plastic, but I think that, um, you got several kind. You got the sit inside, sit on top of a lot of a lot of. I've never seen inside. one take on water that was going to like sink. Yeah. yeah and they then, can. They and can. then, second of all, no life jackets. No life jackets. Well, no life jackets. That's where the problem comes in quite often. It seems, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, man, when do you, you know, when do you cross that? Yeah, but if you go down of... to, uh, like the San Marcos River or shoot Barton Springs, people aren't wearing life jackets when they kind. I believe it's a law it. to have one. But nobody does if they're idiots. Yeah, that well, nobody does, and law and what you're supposed to do are two different things often. But I believe you're supposed to have one on on your kayak, if not be wearing it. And then they have that remote, the that Christian organization, which I'm going to have to look into that. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know that organization, but and no, you know, no questions. I mean, Christian organizations are typically the first ones on site on catastrophes. So yay, yay that. But. uh they had a vehicle that went down to that depth and had a hook on it or something a, like a, I guess it's probably designed for recovering bodies that deep. That's just crazy. Hmm. I don't know. I know. I, I had a friend who went to see kayak and, and, and beef has a, has a, a goat storage, 
uh, facility. If anyone has any goats that they need to put on ice. No, I I was going to say that I, beef. I had a friend that took him and his dad went off the coast of California uh, while they were visiting out there uh, in a sea kayak. And the tides started ripping the wrong way. And his dad fell out of the uh, kayak and he couldn't get back in. And he ended up hanging on to his son's kayak um, because the water was kind of ferocious and these riptides and uh, it was probably 50 degrees or, or less over there. <clears throat> you know, it's pretty cold water over there. And they, they struggled and they struggled and they struggled for hours and hours. Finally, somebody saw him uh, as, the, uh, as it got a little more daylight. They went out really early. But um, f- someone finally called an ambulance and they had to go rescue them. So... It can be, I mean, he said he was hanging on to his dad and he couldn't paddle and his dad was out of out of strength and out of breath and cold and shivering and thought he was going to die. And so, no life jacket on? No life jacket on. <sighs> Wear your life I jackets, just, people. I, I, in the state of Texas... In the state of Texas, you're required now to wear a kill switch if you're operating a boat, right? That has a motor. The kill switch is required to be hooked up while it's in operation. And I can tell you time and time again, I see people, no shirt, no life jacket. And no I, I kill mean, switch. well, maybe attached. it's hooked up to their, maybe it's attached to their, like you know, an ankle trunks, swim trunks or something. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm just saying it's a law. And if we start pushing some of these things, there's a reason that it became a law. It's not just because, uh, not just because it's well, something they're trying to annoy you with. I, a life jacket is just something that has been now, and I get it. I'm sure I've done this whole jump in a kayak paddle around. I'm sure, uh, I've made this mistake just, uh, you know, I'm not trying to preach like I, like I'm you know, haven't done these things, but it sure doesn't seem like it would be very wise to, uh, to do that and not be prepared. A lot of, a lot of stuff like that happens and, uh, you just have to be careful about it when you're, especially when you're around other people or, or if you're by yourself, oh my gosh. Uh, I think the idea is you got to think through what you would do also, right? If you're in that situation. Well, being by yourself is a huge, is a huge deal. Like I, I've gotten to a point where I wear my life jacket consistently when I'm in my boat. Um, Not necessarily while I'm fishing or, you know, standing up on the boat, but in certain situations I will too. You know, well, if there's a lot of current, if there's uh, a lot of boats, traffic, and, you know. Beef, when you go out on Tuesday, you make <laughs> sure you got plenty of life jackets on there. Allegheny Portage Railroad National Historic Site, Pennsylvania. Now, here is here is somebody that got assigned something for uh, a, a job at the park. They work at the park. She works at the park, and she got an assignment that, I bet you she was excited about getting uh, the summit program 
coming to this uh, Allegheny Portage Railroad Park. They have these summer programs and they call it the summit program. And this gal, Mindy, gets to do who pooped in the park. Oh Tracks and scat. Who pooped in the park. I like that. This free hour-long program presented by Mindy Kuzuminski. Uh, no reservations are required. Just... The animals themselves are sometimes hard to find, but you can find their tracks and scat everywhere. Bring the your program own. program will explore oh. a variety of animals in western Pennsylvania. Participants will learn about their tracks, scat, and other signs. And it says it's down disgusting. here, bring your own hand sanitizer. And I bet you this would be one that they could do I, around at the downtown Austin area. Like, <laughs> find the scat and that, that's try not and human. figure out what kind of animal this is. Oh, wait, that's not an animal. Well, it is an animal. <laughs> I got to an go, go on a trip uh, here in a couple of weeks up to uh, to the Seattle area. And... Mrs. Granny said, hey, do you want to go into Seattle? And I said, the last thing I want to do is to go in to Seattle, the city of Seattle. There's a lot of beautiful stuff around it, though. Once once upon a time, Seattle was a beautiful place to visit. Times, they are changing. Hey, speaking of changing, we've got a whole other hour of the outdoor zone coming up you don't want to miss it some of your favorite segments armed citizens report uh you've got your uh, PETA report you don't want to miss it it is the outdoor zone we are live in the bunkhouse you can catch us right here 7 to 9 a.m or 24 7 365 at the outdoor zone.com 